0: Hey, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers. Big Z here. Oh, baby. I'm recording this on September 14th. We're only three days away from the start of this historic Detroit Lions 2023-2024 Super Bowl season. (laughs) That's right. Uh, And it all starts in Kansas City on Thursday night where the Lions are underdogs, as you would expect but, man, we're going to be covering that on this podcast. We're going to be talking about key matches on offense and the defense uh, against this Kansas City offense and defense. Uh, who is our roar of the week? who Which player is going to stick out in this game by the end? And then, our, of course, our ever-famous predictions. That's right. And this is a big one, folks. The first game of this historic Lions season. Oh, man, I am so ready. I, you can just tell I'm jazzed up. And, and you, you, you can sense that enthusiasm in the podcast that we recorded. Uh, so, man, this is everybody listening. Grab that Kool-Aid. Grab your biggest thing of Kool-Aid you got. Sit back. Relax. Because it's time for the pod. september Woo! 4th which means we're only three days away from the start of this nfl season and the detroit lions playing the first game of that nfl season against the defending super bowl champs the kansas city chiefs do you
2: believe it i i, I oh man
0: i mean this is Surreal. the most hyped up line season possibly in my lifetime uh And that's corroborated by the fact that this is the first time the Lions have ever sold out all their season tickets at Ford Field. Uh, And I know the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew is excited, too. So let's let's introduce everybody before we get going here. Uh, I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got UJ.
2: Oh, hello, everybody. I'm so
0: excited. (laughs) And then we got (laughs)
2: Ruddaw. Yo.
0: All right, gentlemen. So uh, and Bob and Connor are not able to join. We'll give their predictions for the game uh at the end of the episode in our predictions segment. Um but man, gentlemen, just before we even get into talking about this game, just how psyched are you for Thursday night? Uh and <laughs> I mean we've been waiting for this since uh I don't know, the end of last season.
2: This feels like when I was a kid waiting for Christmas. It's like you just oh you're so excited. Like Christmas? Like a kid waiting for Christmas. Really? UJ, oh, are you, are you
1: how pumped are oh, you? Oh, I'm, I'm definitely you excited. excited. I think it, oh, it's like you are. I'm going to stay up. Oh, I'm. What,
2: what you didn't get excited? I'm I? I don't today? know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm very, very psyched. I'm very psyched about this game. I, in fact, it's the most excited I've been about a Lions opener in my lifetime. I'll say that. My lifetime. I'm pretty old, so <laughs> there you go. Wow.
0: I like it. I like it. Um, so um, the Lions are six and a half point underdogs going into this game. Do you guys think we're being disrespected with that line, or is it a fair line? So,
2: yeah. Disrespected. Underestimated.
0: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, I you know, it's just the Lions have never even, like, they've won one playoff game in their lifetime, right, and they're going against the Super Bowl champs um they're getting their rings all that good stuff um so <laughs> not to it, mention
2: the success rate for Mahomes at home on openers
0: right uh but the Chiefs oh. sometimes have struggles at the beginning of the season like a lot of two and two starts in recent memory um and, and openers may be an exception to that but either way um i do think there's Nine some and oh to alliance here uh what, what was that road dog
2: I believe I heard nine and zero at home, In opener. Uh, yeah, for Mahomes. So yeah, don't
0: hit. Ah, oh, well, you know, mm-hmm. this is a season that's made to break records and uh, history in many ways. Uh, oh, one yeah, will baby. be the Lions winning the Super Bowl, but another will be this. We'll start by breaking a, a an undefeated trend here. Yeah, uh, UJ. Just, what do you think about the Lions going into Kansas City? This environment uh, and this they're going to have ahead of them.
1: Well, I think personally you couldn't have asked for anything better than this opening setup for the Lions. I mean, after coming off the way we did last season, and uh, this team is primed for for big stuff, and, and and everyone we picked up in the offseason, this, this team is headed for the stratosphere, baby. And I think the best thing that could happen for the Lions is to play the Super Bowl champs on the opening day in their field. It, yeah. you, you couldn't ask for anything better than this. And I think Campbell is just... I think this whole team is relishing this opportunity. Mm. Just, They're just eating this up, man. It's, it's going to be great. I, I think they couldn't ask for anything better. And, uh, yeah, Chiefs One are going to be... Uh, I hope they're ready because they're, they're going to be facing mm-hmm. a buzzsaw on the Lions, baby.
0: Yeah, uh, you jam with it. I mean, this is... The ultimate test right away. <laughs> You're going against the Super Bowl champs in their envi- in the most hostile environment possibly in the sport. Um, this is going to be an electric crowd in Kansas City. They always are. It's super loud there. Uh, the stadium's kind of built that way to really reverberate the noise, make it really hard on the uh, opposing. So Lions are going to uh, go silent count lead all lead game, for, most for likely, unless they take game, the I lead early. Maybe silence that crowd a little bit uh, so that they they don't have to deal with that uh maybe throughout the game if they can if they're able to take an early lead. Um yeah, that crowd is going to be a, a exciting for uh, sure. challenge them right away. Oh, oh no doubt. I mean, no like, doubt. And, it's, and it's a challenge, it's, it's a, a test.
2: But but it's an opportunity as well. It's like a chance to go in and take a shot at the top dog, make a statement right away to set the tone for your your season like you like you it's that's part of what makes it so great like you want to be be take on the best you got to take on the best to be the best and uh this game symbolizes that
0: definitely definitely and i i want to turn this focus out to the game some of these and and some of the keys uh to the game and some of the key matchups that we might see throughout this game and i i just want to start with one right here uh We're going to start with, like, the Lions offense against the Kansas City Chiefs defense. And I think uh, the fact that the Chiefs are missing Chris Jones, who is holding out for a... uh, He's trying to be the highest paid defense attack in the league, uh, similar to Aaron Donald's payment, like $30 million a year or something, I believe Aaron Donald's getting. Either way, Chris Jones uh, easily, like... The the D tackle in the league, uh, ne- after Aaron Donald, but it's really close. though. this guy is super dominant, dominant plays inside and outside, um, easily their best defender by a wide margin. And he's not going to play in this game because he's holding out. He said all the way to week eight, which can cost him $17 million, something like that. <laughs> but either way, uh, he is not playing this game. Most likely they said, there's a chance he could, he could play. Uh, but it's very small at this point. Um, yeah. And I think that's going to be a major advantage for this Lions offensive line against this Chiefs. defense. bothers me. What bothers you?
2: It's fine whether he plays or not. Like, I don't care. What bothers me is this mentality around everyone beginning all excited about Chris Jones not playing. I want them at their best. I don't want some, you know, Chris jones list Chiefs. I want their best shot. I want the Lions to walk in there and roll right over the Chiefs regardless of Chris Jones. So, like, all this, like, oh, I'm so excited. It's great for the Lions that Chris Jones is out. Like, screw that. Like I hate that mentality, and the Lions don't have that mentality. At the end that, of the day, do you care if
0: he plays or not? Uh, if the Lions win, I don't.
2: Like I just said, I don't care if he plays or not. Like I, but we like see, this whole idea that
1: care.
2: that every no, I care that everyone's so excited that he's not gonna play. I like. Why do you want like one of the good players on the other team? Like I don't like to face a disadvantaged team. I like to face the best team can offer. Like that, just you know, uh, I I think that's. That's the warrior mentality and those frickers those the lions get that mentality so I, I'm not worried about that but it does bother me how much it's it's just out there in a common like talk just,
0: I mean it's undoubtedly mindset. it's it's undoubtedly better for the lions that he is not playing than if he was playing uh, Better in what way? That? Like Would you agree with that notion?
2: Better than what way? than if he was playing i don't know yeah. it would Have been Would better if david didn't get a shot at goliath i don't know you know like Nothing i i'd rather stupid. i'd want to see i don't the, understand your point of view what's this. okay fine T- technically strategically yes it's it it makes it hard a little, a little easier or something to potentially beat the chiefs but it, i mean yeah it takes one of their best players off the field obviously there's an advantage to that but i don't want that advantage
0: It'd be different if he's injured, but the fact that he's just uh, holding out on his own makes me feel not as, you know, bad about that in any way. I don't uh, feel
2: bad about it. It's just, what it, I don't care if he plays or not. I just would rather, you know, if, if I'd rather have a good player play, you know, than not. I wish we could turn off injuries like in Madden, or well, I guess it says in injuries, but anyway, no. that's how I feel about it. UJ, do you have an opinion?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of feel the same way. I like to take their best shot, but in the end, I don't care when that game when game time goes around. and We beat those guys. I'm not gonna care one or the other. I just want to sure. beat them. I mean, it's the NFL, baby. You know, yeah, next man exactly. up. It's always the the motto. So, uh, you know, Christian's not gonna be there. Next man up for them. So, same thing. If and we lost one so- of our best guys, next man up. So, doesn't matter. And
0: I and I, and I think all of us agree that we think the Lions have like a top five offensive line, and this is the defensive line that the um, Kansas City throwing out there. George Karloftis, who's okay. Um, I wouldn't call him an elite pass rusher right now. Solid
2: young player who could grow.
0: Solid. He's more like a bull rushing type though, and he plays left defensive end against Sewell. Um, so yeah, I he's like not Sewell keeping then you then up too. at night. Um, but Mike Dana, um, Tershawn Wharton, Derek not Nandi who's okay. Uh I I just think uh without Chris Jones it's a major boon uh in this uh advantage that I think the Lions already had coming in this game but now especially uh especially when you don't get the the benefit of the the snap count on the, in an environment like this I think it's it helps out the Lions in that regard. Um Yeah. But uh Red Dog, what are you looking for the Lions to do in this game uh offensively against this Chiefs defense which it's very uh, flexible. They, they play a lot of different fronts. They, they switch up their defense a lot. One time it's 70% man. The next week it's all zone. Uh, What do you think the Chiefs are going to try to throw out of the Lions?
2: I don't know what they're going to throw out. They're going to throw out whatever they're going to throw out. But Well, that's I what I'm asking. What,
0: what do you think they're going to do?
2: I don't know. Try to stop us. That's, I, that's not the right question. The question is what are the Lions going to do, and the Lions are going to dominate, and they're going to run over this defense roughshod. And this is going to put us that's where they're going to just put the league on notice. There's just too many ways, even if Chris Jones is there, there's too many ways this, this offense can hurt you, and they're going to do it. They got the offensive. They, they can do it physically, they can beat you with speed, they can beat you with strategy. This offense is ready to you know just tear this league apart. Uh, you know, last year, look how good they were last year, and we have upgraded in a lot of ways. Uh, I just think they're going to be unstoppable. UJ, yeah, the Chiefs
1: have a conundrum here. The Chiefs have a little conundrum here. Uh, you know, do you try to? I mean, obviously, you try to stop the run first, first of all. But our run game is is pretty solid. And if we can just get a little thing, you know, a little some things going on in the run game, that play action pass for Goff is going to be deadly, man. With those mid range passes, Amon Ra mm-hmm. and everybody the, and the and Laporta now and then. The way I I see this game playing out, uh, the Lions' offense is going to be really good against this Chiefs defense, and the Chiefs' offense is, well, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but I do think that uh, we're going to obviously try to establish a run first. If we can kick ass with the run right in the beginning, that's awesome. But if not, our our cough in the play-action pass game is going to tear them apart one way or the other. Uh, so I think the the main the, the Chiefs' main goal is really just to stop our run game right now. First of all, if if you're asking me, share what the Chiefs wanted to do, they yeah. need to stop our run. Okay,
2: I have. If an they answer, do that. Then.
1: They may have a chance. Uh, but anyway,
2: I, I have a better answer to that part of the question yeah, after listening to you, Jay. Uh, I would say unsettle golf. They're going to want to try to attack off and make him uncomfortable because I mean yeah the run game is really important but if you let Goff get rolling he's deadly and he's best when you you know he's at his worst like any quarterback really but you know you know more less than some when you uh get him off his spot and you really make him uncomfortable hmm. he is a pocket quarterback
0: for sure uh but I, and again I, I think the lions going to be able to protect that pocket uh it, I'm really interested to see how the lions uh, right guard uh plays, I'm assuming Big v will be starting in there at least to start the game. Um, That's what I'm thinking, and I'll be really interested to see how he holds up uh <laughs> Do you think they rotate just, uh, they, they might
2: they talk about uh, having six starters like they really yeah. talk I about mean... Glasgow like he's a starter. I could see like I think big v has the advantage simply by being you know that camaraderie he has with Sewell. Like, that, to me, gives him the edge to be the first starter. But, like, here's, like, you know, like, look at how great our defensive line will be, which we'll get into more, about how flexible they can be. Glasgow might have strengths that, you know, Big V doesn't have, like, in pass pro and stuff. Like, it could work out nicely if we could, you know, for different teams, you you switch them or something.
0: Well, the Lions love to play that six offensive lineman is uh, on the edge, like, kind of like a blocking tight end a lot. And, like, Matt Nelson was used a lot as, like, the swing tackle type.
2: He's still uh, right prior
0: years but maybe Glasgow will fill that role uh he's more of an interior offensive lineman though so maybe matt nelson will still be in that still role probably he's better used than used nelson it,
2: overall so. as a blocker though
0: <laughs> yeah uh i mean it it'll be really interesting to see who they put out there maybe sorry <laughs> i don't know uh, could be all of them could be all could be all of them um But uh, you know some the linebackers. Nick Bolton is a pretty good one that the Chiefs are out there. Uh, They they think their strength. Uh, They had a lot of young guys at the outside uh, last year, Uh, but Trent McDuffie and Legarius Steed were two rookies. and this is their second year, so maybe the Lions is still taking advantage there. I wouldn't call that a strength of this team. Like th- th- This defense usually starts off rough at the beginning of the year, historically under Steve uh, their chief, the chief defense coordinator. Uh, but Justin Reed's a really <laughs> good, strong safety. Uh,
2: and Chris Jones Lions, was their punch. I mean, their punch? Well, he so, was the thing that turned that, like you said, he was the thing that gave him a real defense that could, like, get him through a Super Bowl. (laughs) Like, he was the teeth of that defense. Like, that defense was not great, but they had one super great player that, like, just gave him enough to put games away.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Um, But I I think uh, the Lions can take advantage a lot in using the play action in this game. Uh, But part of that does come with establishing the run, like UJ mentioned. Uh, But – I, uh, I mean, you know, I I really like our offense against this defense of the Chiefs, and the biggest uh, disadvantage is the the audience for sure. Um, UJ, I guess George Kalatis <laughs> is the biggest uh, threat. Uh, I'm so and excited. And, on, and the interior, uh, but Nandi is more of a he's more he's been more of a good product when Chris Jones is out there because Chris Jones just takes on a double team. Um. So, I, I, again, these are a lot of names you probably don't know on the Chiefs defensive side of the ball, besides maybe Justin Reed and Trevor McDuffie, the first-round pick, really gazed around a little bit. But I, I just really like this matchup uh, of the offensive line versus the defensive line, and I think it's uh, it starts there, just kind of like we mentioned in our season preview. That's the strength of this team. That's what it was built through, uh, mm-hmm. and they're going to put that to their advantage uh, in this game. Uh, did you guys want to touch anything else on the offensive side of the ball before we move to the other side?
2: No, I think they're going to tear it up.
0: All right, beautiful. Let's move the defensive side of the ball now. The Lions defense versus the Chiefs offense. This is the more mm-hmm. fascinating matchup maybe from a Lions fan perspective and, see- and just in terms of seeing how much growth has this team made from year one uh, or year two to year three in terms of the defense because the Lions last year got off to a historically – historically absolutely horrendous start defensively it was atrocious yeah. <laughs> it was almost every imaginable way possible so bad without that bad start the lions would have been in the playoffs without a doubt i mean they lost the game 45 to 42 <laughs> to the seahawks that should say everything you need to know To uh, make them punt
2: in the first half right Did they punt uh, not at all in the whole game yeah. or something like that wasn't it? it was
0: ridiculous i don't think so it
2: was uh, so bad
0: but anyways, uh, so obviously Patrick Mahomes, the big name here on offense, and Travis Kelsey, uh, the tight end. Um, those, those two names go without saying. Uh, but this, the strength of the Chiefs now arguably is also, besides those two players, is they have built out a really dynamic offensive line. Creed Humphrey at center. Joe Thune of uh, Patriots lore now has been playing over Chiefs the last couple of years at left guard. Donovan Smith, they just signed as a free agent at left tackle. They also signed Jawan Taylor for the Jaguars uh, for large money at right tackle, and then Trey Smith at right guard. That's a loaded offensive line, uh, probably on par with the Lions in terms of strength. And I, I do think the Lions have a little more depth at defensive line to go against this, as opposed to the other way around. Uh, but I want to focus there before we get on like the wide receivers and the passing game. Uh, just, uh, UJ, I want to go to you first. The Lions defensive line versus this pretty staunch um, uh, uh, Kansas City offensive line.
1: Yeah. Uh, my thoughts on this are that the Lions front seven is the key to this whole game. and it, It's the key to the whole game. As they go, so go the Lions in this game. Uh, but I think the Chiefs, <laughs> I think they're going to surprise them with their sheer energy, strength, and speed. Um, they're gonna they're gonna be a handful. I don't care how good that old line is. Uh, this this front of ours, and and plus we have so many fresh legs now. I mean, the fact that they kept all these guys and didn't cut anybody's kind of phenomenal. Uh, I think I think this defensive front is just gonna be devastating to the Chiefs. It's gonna give them hell all day. That, that's what I think. So uh, as as they go, so do the Lions in this game. Absolutely, you, uh, Rud Doug.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a huge matchup because you know you got to control Mahomes, and that starts up front. And uh, I think they're gonna have to play really disciplined, really aggressive football because you know you know how Mahomes is like he's gonna slip out and make some shit happen. And that's what Dan said. Like if you get him running the other way, and then just make sure he just keeps running that way, doesn't get turned back that way, the other way at all. Like you gotta like. You got to get after this guy. And, like, that's really hard to do when you also have to be disciplined and make sure you, you don't let him slip out. But I do think this front seven has the talent to do that. Uh, our front, you know, our actual front is just loaded with just big, strong, explosive dudes. Uh, I think this they're going to be absolutely a handful for even a really good offensive line to handle. And then I think our upgraded linebacker is going to really shine here where, like, I think Jack Campbell just adds such a presence and weight to that box, it's going to be really hard to run against us. And Combine that with, like, Rodrigo being a little freaking cannonball or Barnes being, you know, if he really – like develops into what we think he is. And what they're saying is if he beats out Campbell, if he has beat out Campbell for that starting spot, I'm so excited to see what he shows because he could be an absolute stud in the run game. So I, I really love what we have to offer against really any team this year in the front seven, just that we've upgraded so much and have so much talent there that I think we'll do just fine with this matchup. So in fact, I think they're going to really make Mahomes struggle with discipline, uh, you know, aggressive, successful pass rush.
0: Definitely, and I'm 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 really intrigued to see how this Lions defensive line uh, aligns itself. Uh, they and who is playing what snaps? Because, um, man, uh, the, the Lions, as we mentioned in the, in the preview podcast, uh, they they are rolling extremely deep a defensive mm-hmm. line. Uh, I want to see who's getting what reps in this game. <laughs> obviously, obviously, Aiden Hutchinson uh, probably won't come off the field too much. You know I, who won't I, be?
2: Sorry, I thought you. I didn't mean to cut uh, you.
0: Aiden Hutchinson won't be. Is there someone else you want to add?
2: Yeah, uh, Isaiah Bugs.
0: Oh, he won't be on the field. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I haven't really read a ton into that situation. I think it's kind of silly all the headlines and stuff from it. But.
2: Well, like I think he. I mean, I just I we, I figured this would come up at some point. I thought it was a good time would be t- discussing the D line depth we have on this team because. I think it hit him really hard, and I can really sympathize with how he's feeling right now. <laughs> like I feel bad for him. It's tough, but I think he's actually handling it pretty professionally. And he just kind of philosophized a little bit online, and everyone took context and you know and, and ran with it. Um, but uh, like the, the fact that he is going to be s- not suited up for this game. I think just highlights the depth because of my theory I don't think the Lions are petty. I don't think they're playing games with them. I think they decided the best strategy was going to be the guys they're going to roll with, and Bugs just didn't fit that strategy this game. It's a very specific opponent, and I have a feeling you're going to see various players throughout the season deactivated uh that you wouldn't expect because we're rolling so deep at defensive line and some games you know maybe you want to roll heavier some games maybe you want a little more spunk up front you know whatever like I think you might see but we just have so many dudes and I think that those decisions are going to be tough every week for who's going to be
0: deactivated Definitely, definitely. Uh, and I, I want to see if they, how much stunting they're going to go do too against this offensive line versus just straight up like one-on-one matchups on the outside. Like Hutch, are just going to let him go free, or are they going to do more slanting on the inside? Um, really excited for the debut of Broderick Martin in this game too. How is he stack? He's getting the elite of the elite right away uh, to start his career. So, um, I, I,
2: I, will he be activated? <laughs>
0: Broderick Martin, I think he will.
2: Have we at the final game day rosters yet? I
0: think will. No, we won't get that till like uh I think the day before. So and we're it's
2: definitely... a day or two before so I mean we don't act that's yeah. why I'm just so curious. Like that's what this bug thing bugs thing really brought up to me, is just who is gonna be actually activated because we made a, assembled our roster so uniquely, I feel like, this year by loading it with defensive talent.
1: Definitely. Well they, they did interview uh, bugs, so just you know that uh, they interviewed Bugs, and he he said they told him straight up they they weren't like uh being sly about it or anything. They just straight told him straight to his face that they were doing it. And I think he was just hurt by the whole thing, you know, that he wasn't gonna be able to play in this game, which is such a big you know big game. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he's you know like you said, Road Dog, he's he's pretty much like a professional. So uh, he is. I think all is good I- on that front.
2: <laughs> I think that he just created a demon that the league is going to look out for for the rest of the season. Cause I think that man is going to be on a freaking mission after this. Like he just had the rug pulled from under him a little bit, but he's got the right mindset about it. I bet you he's a handful at practice. Because... Does he have the right
0: mindset? Wasn't he like deleting everything on social media and kind of whining?
2: <laughs> kind of, but I, I don't know. I, all I'm saying is I would be so upset if like, I'm thinking chiefs, champion you know Super Bowl champs week one I'm expecting to play like you know I'm just all in and then all of a sudden you find out you're not like and you had no warning like even though technically you know everything's fair play and you always have to be kind of on your guard in the NFL but like still like to just suddenly get the rug pulled out that's got to just be so freaking hard and when he did you know he waxed a little bit philosophically I mean he did some I guess taking down the pictures is probably the worst thing But I still think he's going to put his head down and he's going to come back. Or we'll move on from him because if he becomes a problem, they're not going to put up with it.
0: Yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, I want to move down to the passing game a little bit. Uh, We haven't really mentioned just facing Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Dan Campbell said the best way to defend Patrick Mahomes is to make him run backwards and never have him turn around and throw it forward. (laughs) It (laughs) was just a weird way to answer the question. That's what uh, I said earlier.
1: Pretty much That's he said true.
0: anytime he's thrown it forward, you're, you're in a, a problem. But, you know, I, the real key here is for defense just to defend Travis Kelsey, because I don't think this is a strong receiving core. Kadarius, Tony, Marquez, Velda, Scanlon, and Sky Moore, uh, all kind of tools, guys, who definitely not number one wide receiver types that can take over a game. Uh, they're more like they, they played a game plan. A guy to look out for, I think, underrated uh, is uh, Justin Ross. Uh Watch out for that guy. He's a rookie from Clemson, uh, had a great camp. Uh, but I just want to throw that. but anyways, stop Travis Kelsey. I think you, poss- you probably um, have a good shot at winning this game uh, because, I mean, what does he get? Like He averages he like eight catches a game, uh, and they just move him around. They, they'll put him in motion constantly throughout this game. Uh, use him as decoy too. So, uh, But him and Mahomes have always been on another level. Uh, for a while now, uh, I mean, and who do you think do you think is going to be in charge of defending Kelsey? Are we going to put Anzalone on at first to see what he could do, or does Brian Branch kind of take on that role a little more than we're expecting?
2: Well, I think you're going to make it a multi-person job. You might have a man dedicated to him, but he's going to always be considered on every single play by I think more than one person. (laughs) Like he's going to be bracketed. He's going to be over top underneath. I mean, my first instinct on the best person to kind of put on him up front would be, uh, Jack Campbell. I think he's our biggest, most athletic linebacker who could actually kind of not lose them the size matchup that Kelsey has over everyone else. Uh, And he's so agile. I think put him man and make Kelsey see if he can make Kelsey struggle to get off the line and and things like that. I'd get up in his grill a little bit with something like that. Like Jack Campbell's the kind of guy you could throw at a tight end like that and maybe bully him a little bit. That that's my what I would think. But I'm very curious because I think Brian Branch will. Definitely play a factor. I think CJ GJ is gonna play a big factor in it. Like the secondary, this is obviously the matchup, right? Like you're right. This offense, everyone knows the quarterback and the tight end, like I, most people can hardly name anyone else except for maybe like pacheco if you're a little like more like you know like so i mean the big thing is stopping that connection and not letting it kill you because that's what it does like it it's right. that motor for everything else i mean the old line and stopping that run is going to be really important but that's just the the pinnacle connection right there that drives everything so you racket that you shut it down make it really hard i think they're gonna have UJ. a hard day
0: High line, uh, so. yeah, Kelsey. Uh,
1: I think I kind of agree a little bit of Doug's head. I think uh, the main guy, though, is going to be Brian Branch in this in this endeavor. But I also think we're going to be uh, trusting our corners to take their guys man for man. And uh, we're going to look for a lot of safety help on Kelsey. And uh, like you say, boxing him in and, and trying to not, not let him kill us, you know. So they're going to put a lot of faith in our corners and faith in our pass rush that we're going to be able to harass Holmes a bit. And uh, we, we we need extra help on Kelsey. Though. That guy just is a game wrecker. And when he gets mm-hmm. going, and, and Mahomes and him start hooking up, it's it, I've seen him wreck too many games, and it's just it's it's devastating what they can do. Those two guys. And uh, so I think it's I think they're obvious key matchup. They have to stop Kelsey no matter what. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a team effort. But uh, if if I'm going to say one guy is going to be kind of, I think they're going to look for Branch to do that. I think he's earned enough trust in them right here. He's going to. I think he can do it. <laughs> So uh, let's we'll see what happens, baby. But anyway. uh,
0: how much? Yeah. How much do we see of Jack Campbell in this game? Do you think? <laughs> yeah,
1: I think we see a decent amount of him. Personally, uh, I think it's going to be Barnes at first, and um, as Campbell gets in there, and then see him what he can do on some passing situations. Uh, I think he's gonna just slowly earn more and more playing time as the season goes here, but.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It'll be interesting yeah, Half I and half Barnes, maybe
2: It sounds like Barnes won that job For now anyway uh, They're giving him It sounds like he may at least, least Getting sort of like the veteran respect And like he's put it together So I'm very curious to see what he brings But you, you know Jack Campbell's going to be in there a good amount uh, In whatever capacity Because like you send him on a blitz You got a 6-5 blitzer that can move Super fast Like there's There's so many ways you could use him just like you could use Rodrigo. like Those dudes will see playing time. They're weapons, if not you know, consistent players.
0: Definitely. Uh, and I just uh, am really excited also to also see how much has Lee McNeil improved uh, from year two to year, year three. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Huge. I'm really excited to see that because uh, we, you know, we've things. heard a lot of positive things coming about that. Charles Harris is yeah. healthy. Can he get back to the same level he was two years ago? Um, against an elite offensive line right here.
2: Yeah, I'm curious to see him because he gets so much respect, like from the staff, from the team. Like, and we haven't really seen a whole lot from him. He had that one good, like, decent season with us when we first got him, and then he got hurt. At, well, after at getting a safety <laughs> in uh week two last year, but uh, yeah, I'm very curious because you know they think so highly of him. But we got guys like James Houston who you're like. You know, you're thinking he's going to take playing time from him. Uh, you still got Kaminsky. You got Pascal. So, I like, it sounds like Harris has been given the role, so he must have been showing it somewhere.
0: Yeah. This is, this is just going to be a really fun ma- – you talk about a, a a barometer for how good your defense is going against probably the best offense in the entirety of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's just a Super Bowl champion. Soon to be
2: second best. right right this run yes (laughs)
0: um man what what a matchup this offense versus our defense uh i I didn't even mention isaiah pacheco uh late round draft pick by the chiefs um that really stepped up for them in the second half of the season last year uh as a really just a hard-nosed runner uh hard to bring down quick little guy too Um, They also have Derek McKinney. He's more of a receiving third down back now in this offense. Um, They do have Clyde Edwards-Solaire still there, um, but he's more of a third back. I mean, this is just a loaded offense. It's it's just going to be a lot of fun to see this defense tester right away. So Um, fun. But let's uh, dive in now to our first one of the year, gentlemen. It's our ever-famous Prediction.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Ooh.
0: okay actually yeah mm-hmm. so our predictions are covering two things now um first is who do you think will be the pick to click for the game or, or i'm sorry the king of
2: the click. week sorry our roar of the week roar
0: we need to work <laughs> on that <laughs> maybe our producer could add a more menacing sound and maybe we'll come up with our name listeners you have a better name for roar of the week I was thinking like the king of the week or something on any side of the ball. um, Shoot it to us at our Instagram at drinking blue Kool-Aid Twitter at drinking lions. But I want to start with you, Rudd Dog. Who is your roar of the week uh, for this game?
2: Well, my vote first is for king of the week. I think that like the lion king of the week, but, uh, (laughs) um, Oh God, there's so many good choices. Like, like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, on the one hand, I, I want to say maybe Gibbs because I think he's just going to be outright deadly from the get go. But then I also can't wait to see what David Montgomery is about to do this week. Oh, my God. Like that guy. I think he's going to have a terrific season with this O line. And uh, Goff, freaking, I don't know, Gibbs. There's so many choices. But, ah, uh, Hutch. I'm going to go with Gibbs, though, because I just think he's going to have a really big day.
0: Gibbs, all right. I love it. I love it. Uh, and again, against this defense, too, uh, I think he has the advantage in the linebacker uh, matchup. I like that a lot.
1: Uh, UJ. Okay. I'm going to. Are we going offense, defense, or just overall? I need
0: one player, either side.
1: Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Montgomery. I think Montgomery's going to. Just be running so hard, and I think our run game is going to get really moving in this game. And and where it's really going to come into play is in the second half, because I, I see this team. I think our our advantage is going to be our defense over their defense. So I see us having a lead in the second half that we're going, and then we're going to start grinding the ground game out. And Montgomery is just going to have a field day. I think he's just going to get 100 plus yards, and probably most of it in the second half. So he, this is the kind of thing we've always been looking for. Campbell's been looking for too—the guy that can run clock, run, you know, get yards, get first downs, and just just grind a team down, you know. So it, it, I would, I think what Campbell wants is get in that situation in the second half where we can wear the Chiefs' defense down, and we're going to do that with David Montgomery. He, he's he's the bell cow, you yeah. know. He's not the flashy one, but he's going to be tough as nails. And in that second half, I think he's just going to be amazing. So. I'm gonna go with
0: Montgomery. It's gonna be so fun to see him in this offense. Uh, see, uh, maybe to see—is it really a step up from Jamal Williams, like they're paying him to be? Because uh, a lot of people think, like, well, I don't know, I wouldn't mean, give Jamal Williams <laughs> that? Because he had such a great year last year. But a lot of, there's been a lot of talk about David Montgomery's a better back. So let's see it. Let's see if the proof is in the pudding. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot. I think a lot. All of us believe that that will be the case. Um, but nonetheless, you. you you say these things, but we got to see it. Now it's time Shoot to see it. it. Um, so I love it, UJ. I love it. Uh, I'm trying to pull up. I believe uh, Bob and Connor sent their picks. Uh, so the Connor said Laporta's going to pop. Uh, <laughs> Sam Laporta, that is, our first-round tight end out of Iowa, although we've had a lot of conversations about it on here. And then uh, Bob also went with Jameer Gibbs. Two touchdowns in his debut, he says. Woo! Um, I, love it. I am going to go with a defensive player. And as much as I want to say Hutch, I think Brian Branch is going to be the biggest factor in this game. Uh, Ooh, so that's my roar of the week uh, for oh, the Lions. Like... I think he's going to have at least six tackles in this game. Uh, I think he's going to force the fumble. I don't know if we'll recover it or not. I, the <laughs> crystal the ball is a little foggy. Uh, and who came <laughs> up with the ball is just a dog pile. You know, I couldn't really see who came up with it. But uh, I think he's going to force the fumble at some point in this game. Uh, deflect one pass as well I, he's just gonna be all over this field uh and this is gonna be his coming out party on the national stage and i'm so excited uh to see what he can Love do it. against this defense i think because i think he's the chiefs uh he's gonna give the chiefs a big problem that they haven't quite seen before i think he's that unique of a talent i can't believe he fell to us <laughs> still so can't amazing believe <laughs> um it's quite remarkable actually uh so those are our roars of the week, and if you have a better name, give it to us on X at Drinking Lions or poll. Twitter or Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid. Uh, but now I want to throw it over to our ever-famous game score predictions, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where I'm trying to pull it up right now. Uh, the Lions are six and a half point underdogs, as I mentioned before and the over under is really high really high it is 54 and a half that's the highest of the week on the opening game um and the last time uh Kij, producer Kajay remind us what was the score of the lions uh or, i'm sorry the rams chiefs last time they played in that monday night football game where goff the last time he played mahomes
2: it was like 54 uh, to 52 or something like that it was crazy yeah it was, it
0: was in something insane uh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but maybe our producer could give us in a moment. Either way, it was a high-scoring <laughs> game. So Goff has Patrick Mahomes' number in that term. He's 1-0 against him. 54-51. Oh, yeah, one. you're close, Red Dog. Uh, just an insane, insane Monday night game. I think that was when the Rams were playing at the Coliseum, too.
2: It was a great game.
0: Um, absolutely. Uh, so maybe we'll expect more 50-point games against uh, the um the chiefs here for golf but let's start with you Rod dog give us your prediction on this game
2: all right baby um yeah this is definitely one of those matchups where it's just like a lot of people are doubting us you know like i mean understandably so but i think uh i think we're gonna really shut them up after this one and i think in a really impressive manner not only do i think our defense is going to handle Mahomes. I think they're going to handle him soundly. I think we've built a team that has the tools to just be oppressive and explosive and make plays. I think we're going to pick them off three times, uh, one for CJ, GJ, one for Brian Branch, and one for Kirby. And uh, Hutch is going to rack up a couple sacks. McNeil's going to have a sack and a half. There's going to be some just blood. It's going to be a bloodbath, Okay. Uh, and, and, and like, like Dan said they're just going to basically have Mahomes running backwards he's not going to have a time to throw the ball he's going to be throwing the ball away to save his damn life and that's what I think is going to happen on the defense. On offense, I think it's going to. I think we're going to get the over on this one. I think you're right, Z. I'm feeling a 54 plus game here. I'm going with <laughs> 55 points. They're going to get the over by themselves wow. against the, the national, the Super Bowl champs, and everyone in the NFL is going to just have their jaws on the floor and be like, start shaking in their boots, you know, releasing bowels involuntarily. Just anyone on the Lions' schedule is just going to be terrified of what's coming their way. So. If- the,
0: the Lions score 55. Um, what is the Chiefs score? Zero. So 50, the Lions win 55 to zero. I
2: yeah, crush them. <laughs> Murder. Right. Oh, I just got one. The The kill of the week or the, the one who got the, you know, the guy who got the kill of the week, something like that for the – because, like, they're Lions, you know, they get the kill. The one who gets the kill is sort of like the bad uh, answer. Yeah, something like that. Or hunt of
0: yeah. the week. or
2: Hunter no. of the week. Killer yeah. of the week. All
0: right. All uh, right.
1: We'll keep workshopping,
2: but I like where we're heading. I like where we're,
0: heading. Like where we're headed. Like
2: where we're headed. Oh, yeah, share share your
0: ideas, y'all. That's a good direction.
1: All right, UJ. Okay. Uh, I think turnovers are going to be a key in this game, too. I think the Lions get two of them. I say we don't turn it over in this game. So uh, we'll be plus two in the turnover department. I think there'll be one pick and one uh, uh, fumble. And uh, I think they're coming in the second half, and this is what's going to frustrate the Chiefs. And like I was talking about earlier with Montgomery, I think we're going to have a, I think we're going to win by more than one score. Okay, uh, so it's by more than – I'm going to say 21. I mean, the, the Chiefs are going to get their due. I mean, they're going to get, they're going to score. We're not going to shut them out. that's a damn good team there. But the, but this defense is really going to shock people. It's it's going to be really good. And uh, and I think in that second half, you're going to see get frustrated. Mahomes throw a pick. And uh, at a key time too, when they could just get back in the game, you know, it's gonna be one of those kind of, you know, they're just getting back in it. They just score here. We're, we're within a score, and that's when it's gonna happen. The Lions are gonna just have a great defensive performance, and Montgomery is gonna run rough shot in that second half, baby. We're gonna we're gonna mm. pound clock and the yards, and it's I thirty five to twenty one, and uh, yeah, this is the coming out party for this Detroit Lions team, baby. Look out, NFL. It's gonna be
2: awesome.
1: So yeah.
2: I like it, go, UJ. My prediction. Yeah, a, a, a little unrealistic, but uh I like it. You mean all them points they scored? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so say, say your score again one more time, UJ.
1: Thirty-five to
0: twenty-one. All right, thirty-five-21. I like it, I like it. Uh And you have the and of course so so far both of us both of you have predicted the Lions to win. True. Uh, So we have Connor predicting the Lions win twenty eight to twenty over the Chiefs. Uh, So he's the under in that regard. Uh, Bob has the Lions winning thirty five to thirty. So that one goes over, Uh, and that includes his Gibbs two touchdowns. Obviously, Uh, I have a close game, but of course the Lions pulling it out. At the end, it's 31 to 27 I have as the final score. I think that 54 and a half is pretty good. And I think if you hold the Chiefs under under 30, the Lions win this game. That's my opinion. And that's a pretty damn good job at defense if you hold this offense under 30 points. Uh, so don't let that final score fool you, possibly. Oh. It was a, l- a little high because uh, this is a high-powered offense, as we mentioned throughout this podcast. So... You picked them, you picked them, you picked them. We all picked the Lions to win. Oh, my. But let's see if our producer, Kid, Kid J. J, predict the Lions to win. Mm. Producer Kid J, really quick, chime in. What do you have as your prediction for this game? Uh, here we go. Uh, the um, uh,
2: Lions will um will win oh. um uh, 24-21. Kid J. I love it. There we
0: go, baby. There we go. All right. So everybody predicts the Lions to win. Everybody thinks the Lions are severely underrated, of course, because we drink double Kool Aid on this podcast, of course. <laughs> all right. Uh, so
2: do the scores represent uh, our level of Kool Aid drinking? <laughs> our predictions. <laughs> I don't. So know. All i was thinking but, is you, you know, need to drink more Kool Aid. You guys are you, you know, underestimating. <laughs>
0: 55 nothing. They don't pick them one by 50 points every week. Uh, Underestimated. <laughs> but, man, gentlemen, we are just about done with this podcast, but we are not done with getting ready for Thursday. We, we just won't be. Uh, so, hopefully, Woo. we can post some things on social media for you uh, leading up to that game. Um, we have. Uh, Instagram at drinking boo aid Twitter at drinking lines of course as I mentioned give us a name for the roar of the week uh that's our current working name uh, at least for this week maybe we go to kill the week and then we get a better suggestion or maybe we roll maybe maybe it'll grow on us something grow. but anyways, throw <laughs> it out and then also give your predictions as well your who is your roar your kill of the week and then who what is the final <laughs> score prediction uh let us know Social medias or you can just email us and we'll you know read off the closest prediction uh our email is drinking to blue kool-aid at gmail.com i should go out there and thank you to our one of our listeners actually for suggesting uh uh a, an audio uh, update uh so we always appreciate that type of i'm try, i'm gonna pull up his name mario gutierrez thank you for reaching out to us you said there's some audio we appreciate that that type of feedback uh and hopefully we have that resolved for you uh for the next podcast i think we should or this one right here uh so thank you and uh, and who's fixing that and do, who works diligently to have a great podcast product is our producer
2: kid jay what the <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <sighs> oh.
0: But none, nonetheless, uh, yeah. So thank you to our producer, KJ, for doing such a great job. And thank you to our listeners. who always appreciate you. Thank you to SidelineReport.com for supporting the podcast as well. Greatly appreciate them. Uh, we'll be back right – we'll be recording the night after uh, the game. So on Thursday night, we'll be recording and get this podcast ready for you Friday morning. Uh, and – We'll be reacting to that game. Maybe we'll do some live stuff, some live reactions during the game. I don't know, uh, <laughs> on the social medias. But either way, it's going to just be a lot of fun.
2: So much fun.
0: Grab your Kool-Aid on Thursday night. It's going to be a blast uh, watching this Lions team play in front of beat the Chiefs. million people usually tune to this game. So it's going to be the Lions biggest Lions, even more than Thanksgiving. I think people watch this game. Uh, but thank you, everybody. We look forward to seeing what this Lions team can do on Thursday nights. We look forward to um, you tuning back in Friday for our thoughts on the game mm-hmm. and throughout this season. So we thank you to listeners. And last but not least,
2: as always, go. Go. go-, go- oh. I'm I'm
0: down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave,
2: stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock.
0: Go hard, win the game. With honor, you
2: will keep your fame. Down the field and game, lion's victory. go.